Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. How are we all feeling after last week's big full moon in Virgo and then we had Saturn moving into Pisces directly opposite? Let me tell you something. As most of you know, if you listen to my show, I am a Virgo rising and on the descendant, I have Mars. So Mars in my seventh house where Saturn moved into And last week, it just like slowed me the F down. I'm not even kidding you. And I know one of the things I say on here is after I release this show, I post daily about um, the astrology, especially on my TikTok, added to what I added to my show notes. You know, it's other notes when I'm out there living in the astrology world with my clients, new things come to me. Well, last week, I just I was too tired. First of all, I was slammed at the salon. Always grateful for that, but slammed. So I didn't have enough time and I didn't get a lot of sleep because now Mars is conjunct my Mercury in Gemini. And so I apologize for those of you who follow my TikTok. Um, I, I think I didn't post anything since maybe Tuesday or Wednesday and I was just tired. I just did not have the energy into me. That is Saturn moving into Pisces for my mutable signs out there somewhere. We got a little tired. We slowed down. We stopped. That's what Saturn does. It brings us to a halt. So us mutable signs, that's my Virgos, my Geminis, my Sages, and my Pisces. We slowed down last week and Saturn put a stop to something and had us just chill. Hopefully just chill. Hopefully it wasn't any other Saturnine things. (laughs) Um, This week we have, today we're starting the day off with Mars squared Neptune. Uh, Mars and Gemini squared Pisces and Neptune. And I can tell you this morning I just wanted to sleep and not get out of bed and do this. And then we have on Wednesday the Sun conjunct Neptune and Pisces. And then on Wednesday, we also have Venus moving into Taurus on Wednesday. So yay, she's moving out of Aries, where she certainly isn't at the happiest, where she's a little bit um, argumentative, a little bit hot and fiery. And now she's moving into one of her home domiciles of Taurus. So that's going to be a nice positive switch out. And the majority of this episode is going to be about Saturn in Pisces. I want to talk about that. I think I said that last week. If you missed last week's episode, we talked about the beginning of Saturn in Pisces. So you can go back and listen to that. But it really was tied into last week's full moon and beginning the Saturn in Pisces with last week's full moon. And this week we're going to do a little bit more detail of Saturn and in Pisces. And I want to say, I think I said last week I was going to have everyone's individual horoscopes, but... That's not done yet. I'll do that. It didn't happen last week. It was too crazy. My energy, my creative energy was a little off, um, which means my, not my intuition's off, but I sit, um, and my intuition is never really off. And none of us, our intuition's really off. Sometimes it can be, but the truth of the matter is our surroundings are off. Our mind is off. Our energy is off. So last week, my energy was just off to even go there, to have to sit quietly for a few hours and just see what's channeled to me. However, I did randomly do Virgo Risings, I guess. And I'm sorry, not Virgo. Yeah, I did a little bit of Virgo Risings, but I also did um, Leo Risings as well. And some more will come, I promise you. next By next week or the week after, I should have all of them done. Um, thank you again for everyone who continues to support this podcast. That's the best way you can 
support this podcast right now is by sharing it, subscribing, rate, reviewing it. Again, sharing with a friend, commenting on social media. So many of you, my longtime, lifelong listeners, do that for me quite often. And I just, I, I'm really appreciative and I love you guys so much. And it's, it's it costs nothing to support this podcast. It costs nothing to support me and my dream and my goal of helping awaken everyone with astrology. So just uh, keep in mind of that. Let's start out today. So we're starting out Mars squared Neptune. And like I had said, Mars is on my Mercury right now in the 10th house. So I'm, again, not sleeping too well these last couple of days. <laughs> and, you know, it's a Virgo rising. It's on my Mercury, right? Directly related to my body. And it's also still kind of squaring my ascendant. So not so much sleep again. And, you know, in Neptune, I just wanted to lay in bed. You know, Neptune and Pisces and Mars, there's a little bit of... Eh, I don't really feel like doing that. I feel like escaping. I feel like doing exactly the opposite of what I'm told to do, the exactly opposite of what I feel to do, the exact opposite of what the right decision is. That is very Mars square Neptune. Now remember, it's going to be a very quick and fleeting um, transit. We're probably going to feel it for you know, strongest today, tomorrow, by Thursday, it will start to fizzle out. Definitely by the weekend, it will fizzle out. So it's going to be quick. And it's hitting Neptune. So it's hitting an outer planet. So it's just sort of coloring Mars. You know what I mean? It's not like it's hitting like a closer planet like Venus or something like that. So Mars is also, I want to bring this up, on its way out of Gemini. Thank God. By the end of the month, um, Mars will be in Cancer. Now that's going to be a whole other transit because Mars is debilitated in Cancer. But being in Gemini, I'm ready to get that shit out of my house because it has been in Gemini since August of 2022. That's a very long time. The last time it was there, retrograded there because we had a retrograde was in 20, 2008. And even with that, I don't think it was in Gemini for as long as it is now. It's like we've been in Gemini for a very long time. So with this, Mars is on its way out, so I feel as though some drama, some issues that maybe arose around lying, um, fraud, illusions, all Neptunian things, um, especially with Mars in the mix, should come to full circle. So think back over the la these last couple months. What sort of drama, saga did Mars bring you? Look to where Gemini is in your whole sign house and see what got shaken up a little bit there and what was some sort of illusion i really feel like some sort of thing that you were you had foggy glasses on and you needed that clarity but you either couldn't see it refused to see it or other people around you couldn't see it and maybe there was like i said some lying there well any of those issues if they are not resolved they should start to resolve this week especially like i said mars is getting ready to move out to end its stay in gemini so this is going to be coming full circle this square and you know breaking through through the illusion and it's not going to be really like a hard scary scare but just like huh i think okay that that solved it that got that clear that cleared some things up um or maybe someone tells you something about someone that again you needed to clear it up and it's like gives you instant vision like oh okay that makes sense now i understand or someone says hey remember how this happened this drama well this is how it you know has ended for them and so like i'm saying we're getting a lot of clarity dropping the illusion um, or ending some drama that played out oh, while mars was in gemini since august god damn that's like seven months right yeah i think about seven months it's been in there so 
uh, almost almost seven and a half months because you know we were in Leo season when I moved into there. We're now getting ready to be in Aries season next week. So that's a long, long time. And maybe again, some of that anger, some of that energy, upset energy that maybe we've had over these last couple months, it will start to come to an end. Either, especially having it in Gemini, I think it might just be like you get over it, <laughs> which is very mutable sign, especially Gemini. You just get over like, eh, I was mad, but you know what? I don't even care anymore. It all worked out. Or I was mad, but you know what? They apologized to me and then they sucked up to me and were like super, bought me a smoothie, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> Something very Gemini energy. And then with Pisces, Neptune and Pisces, as we know, it's the, it's the illusion. It's the, you know, Neptune's the illusion and the dreamer, but in its home domicile of Pisces, it's also the escapist. It likes to escape when it's in Pisces. It likes to hide away. It likes to avoid uh, likes to let go just because it wants to avoid even if the drama isn't better it just wants to not give a shit which is very Pisces energy um and then today tomorrow there might be some struggles around taking action and f and also again like I said fighting the urge to escape so today we might feel a little blah 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 still a little bit tired and still like I don't feel like doing any work I don't feel like doing anything and have no energy that is Mars and Gemini. So allow yourself to escape in healthy ways. If you feel like you want to escape, try to just muster it up inside of you to maybe meditate. Go for a walk. Sit in your house. Watch or read or listen to something that helps evolve your soul and make it a little bit better. That's what I suggest. Now, tomorrow, Wednesday the 15th, the sun conjoins Neptune in Pisces. So, you know, we have Mars squaring it and then conjoining Neptune. So it's a blend of energy, the sun in Pisces, Neptune in Pisces. I think, again, a uh, more dreamy week. We're all going to feel this week, especially my mutable signs. Um, dreamy, lost, hazy, confused, but not really caring that you're confused, if that sort of makes sense. Sometimes we can get confused and be like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? This is more like, eh, I'm confused, but I don't really give a shit. It's all going to work out anyways, or I don't even want to focus on it. I don't even want to worry about it. Um, so we can also feel lost in our life path. This week, we might all of a sudden have something that triggers us and we just feel lost. We almost are like, I don't know if that's actually what I want to do. Do I really want to put all that work in or do I just want to run and join a, a commune on a farm and, you know, have lots of kids and lots of little animals? Illusions um, that filled our spirit, you know what I mean? That we, that maybe we're hiding something about our spirit. Illusions, we're covering up our spirit, our soul. Something that makes us shine bright. Uh, we're going to have the clarity. They're going to come alive. We're going to no longer hide or stop that clarity. We're going to just accept what we're seeing to unfold in front of us because we have to. Again, you know, today we're going to be in denial of it. And then tomorrow, the next day, we might have to finally see what it is we're in denial of and push through. We're also going to be wondering a lot about what's important in life, reflecting about what makes us happy, what doesn't, and again, what is really important. Maybe it doesn't, maybe what we might realize is, you know, maybe working 70 hours a week isn't that important. <laughs> maybe sleeping in, spending quality time with your children, or just meditating, taking time for yourself, that's what's really important. Instead of doing all of this 
work around going and going and going onto another thing, onto another thing, onto another thing, we might get stopped and say, what the fuck are you doing? You're not even living. You're not even living. That might happen this week. Um, also feeling unclear about your life path. Like I said, like unclear, kind of hazy, not sure. You might wake up and say, oh, I thought I was really doing this and I was gun ho about doing this. But now today I wake up and I'm like, huh, I don't know if that's even what I want to do anymore or confusion around your life path. Also, something cool is there might be some synchronicities or kind of like some trippy shit happening throughout our day, today or tomorrow, when the sun conjoins Neptune and Pisces. Um, there's the intuitive, there's the psychic, the other sort of realms of Pisces, Neptune and Pisces. So I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of out of this world, otherworldly things happen. Or if you do choose to meditate or um, do some spiritual work, it might take you to a whole another level in a good realm, in a good way, not a scary way. This past week, speaking of something else you can do, I did um, Dance Medicine Philly. I don't know if anyone's heard it. I posted a, a little bit about it before. So there's this group in Philadelphia, and they do aesthetic dancing. And it's where you sort of move your energy through dancing to electronic music. And it's actually like a prayer and a ceremony, and then you spend two hours dancing. When you're on the dance floor, you you don't you can't really talk. I mean, it's not recommended to talk, but you can like look people in their eyes. It shows you how you merge with them and dance with them. If you feel like dancing, exchanging energy, how to bow out when you don't. It's a really you just flow and you move that energy throughout your body and out of your body. And it was a great experience. They do down at the Ethical Hall, I think it's called, or the Ethical Society building in Philly, right in Rittenhouse Square. Every other Friday, like they have one this Friday, I think it's from 8 to 10.30, and then every other Sunday. So I went on Sunday and I took my son Remy, the younger son, because I knew he would love it at first when we got there. Um, I can't remember the woman, but she did a great like singing circle chant to open it up with. And he was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then he got into his dance a little bit, but he kind of being a little shy, a little bit like I'm not doing this little Rammy. And once that electronic music turned on, though, he got into it and he danced for about two hours. He loved every moment of it. Even afterwards, after the ceremony, everyone lays down for about a half hour and we take we meditate and we take deep breaths and we're in the dark. And he was all for it. He was every time they said take deep breaths, he was there doing it. I couldn't believe it. He was really with it. And it was amazing to share that experience with him and the, our kids. The thing is, it's going into their subconscious. They might not realize, they might not even seem to care too much, but the things that they're hearing right now, the things that they're doing, the things that they're enjoying, the things that they're witnessing is going into their subconscious and is going to come out one way or another. And it was really, really, I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. So if you're looking for some sort of moving meditation, I suggest uh, looking up Dance Medicine Philly or any kind of aesthetic dancing. Someone had told me that there's one here on the main line I haven't found that yet but I'm going to I haven't really looked but going to find that and it was a really beautiful process so again if you're in the Philadelphia area you want to check out something different it's kind of a sober event either also I mean I'm sure people go on edibles or whatever but there's no alcohol served no one's drinking no one's drinking openly in fact it has all like they have this like vegan mushroom soup and they have a lot of kava drinks you know all that good hippie shit that we love definitely check out dance medicine Philly. Uh, I follow them on Instagram, but if moving meditation, they fucking got it. 
Okay, so let's talk about Saturn in Pisces. I want to talk a little bit about, I think the biggest thing that this is going to first happen that started to happen last week is um, truth, right? Saturn brings the truth truth that we necessarily don't want to see or you know push past or ignore and when it moves into pisces we are in the denial right we're in the sign of the denial sorry for my pisces that listen i feel like i've always but you guys you know you like to avoid shit but when saturn moves in there there's no longer avoiding anything that's why i keep saying it's the it's the awakener of truth it's the clarity of truth when Saturn moves in to Pisces, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of avoidance with this transit. However, at first, it's kind of like, whew, the harsh reality is the clarity that we have been avoiding. The truth that we do not want to be see, that we do not want to see, will be seen. And once we can't, once we see it, we can't unsee it. So that's going to be a very big thing about this especially i would say these next couple months of saturn pisces truths being revealed truths being dropped the clarity that you need to have happen will be shown now with saturn we look to saturn is associated with boundaries structure loss death slowing down stopping it's a very slowed down slow moving planet um as the biggest thing that we know saturn for is our karma and it's our karma how or karma that we're here to learn through this lifetime our family karma uh all that good stuff saturn also tells the lifelong plot line of our karma karma does not leave we're born into this world with karma and every day our actions and our words are also creating karma Karma is the reaction to all of our actions, and that includes, again, even our words. And sometimes we can't even see our karma. We're just in it, and we can't understand, why would this be happening to me? Why would this be happening to me? Sometimes it's lessons that we haven't even seen. It's an understanding that is beyond us, and sometimes that understanding doesn't come till after we um, healed it, for back, lack of a better word, understood it. And karma, yes, we might be born into this world with karma. We may have things that we struggle with an entire life with certain karma, but we can change our karma through conscious action. So when we go over a chart in astrology and we look at karma, it doesn't mean we're doomed and we're doomed and it's going to be end. It just means that A, that section of our life might take a while to play out because we have a lot of karma to play out through and it might be slowed and stopped. For instance, to give you guys a small example without getting totally into it, I have Saturn in the fifth house. It's in Capricorn so it's it's and it's also trying my moon in the first house so there is a very solid um, solidness to it and understanding. However, I was born into a fucking relationship karmic mess. <laughs> for from many generations and you know god rest my dad's soul love him love my parents i know a lot of you already know this story but my parents divorced when i was six and they lived across the street from each other and then my dad within like five years had two wives and two girlfriends and my mom never it never really worked out and i had continued that pattern that i was born into i had seen and, it, and i have years of sort of this destructive kind of relationship patterns onto the next onto the next onto the next 
And it's since my Saturn return, I had a major, major, major experience uh, with marriage and romance. It's great. You guys that know the story, you already know the story, but one day maybe I'll tell it. Um, I've told a little bit, bits and pieces on here. And that really began to evolve my karma. I finally was able to see that my childhood and the way things played out, I was born into that karma. That's not my fault. But how I change and shift those patterns that I was also born into, that is. That is my problem. That's how I, I have to change that. And it's still a slow evolution. And I, I had already been okay with it being for the majority of my life. Like I said, it's a very slow, small evolution, but it's slowly coming and it's slowly happening. And maybe by the time I'm 50, I'll finally start to understand how to have romance correctly. <laughs> but just to give you a small example, I was born into it and it still continued to be a major, major karmic area of my life. It's where my biggest strengths are, where my biggest weaknesses are. And I have made a very hard conscious effort to shift that, to shift my karma. But with it, it is not easy. Shifting our karma is not easy. It takes daily um conscious work it make and you have to look at yourself even when you don't want to so that's what i mean by the plot line a very long karmic plot line is going to be played out in front of us um and it's also again once we see our karma once we dive into it we gain so much strength so much wisdom jupiter is our is our wisdom that comes um from enlightenment, from excitement, from all those bright, beautiful things. It's from going to a great energy seminar, a great retreat, and you're feeling like you just want to share the world. You want to share all these things, that all this magic that you learned. Now, the Saturn wisdom is after you're coming out of like, you know, a month straight of crying at night on your floor, balled up like a little girl and and you're sitting with yourself and then you finally see like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't make this mistake or I can't see that person or I can't do this anymore. And you change, you make a conscious effort. That, that kind of wisdom is way harder than the fun, easy wisdom on the retreats. Do you know what I'm saying? This is the kind of wisdom that you got yourself into and then your wisdom comes from getting yourself out of it. And that is the really strong powerful wisdom that Saturn has that Saturn brings to us um and two with the karma it also it's just like what is what kind of karma is naturally attracted to you and are you attracted to and when you get a better idea of Saturn where Saturn is in your chart and right now where Pisces is you're gonna see that's why you're gonna see all kinds of opportunities to change and shift your karma like I had said, when forgiveness came up, you might last week have found reasons to all of a sudden change, shift, and forgive. And that shifts your karma in some way by forgiving. Maybe you forgive a debt. Maybe you forgive a person. Maybe you forgive a person that they don't even know. But either way, you're shifting your karma through forgiveness. So you're going to have a lot of unique opportunities coming around to make that shift with forgiveness. And like I said, Leo Risings, it's going to be big about forgiveness, my Leo Risings. This is happening in your eighth house of other people's karma, as well as the karma that's owed to you, debt, finances, um, and, you know, we talked 
death, sex, occult, but to me it's more the karma and other people's karma, what's owed to you and what do you owe to the world. So forget, I think that there's going to be forgiveness with debt. Either someone is forgiving you for a debt or you are forgiving someone else for a debt. Uh, we're going to be leveling the karma playing field with forgiveness, like I had said, and new resources are coming to help you out of a tough time. That's for my Leo Risings. Sorry, I'll have all of them hopefully by next week, but this is just I was writing my notes, and this one channeled to me right away. So Leo Risings, that's for you. For Virgo Risings, um, like I said, last week Saturn went opposite our house of self, so it really slowed us down. And in a way, we're kind of revisiting and rethinking what ways we need to get our shit together in order to thrive, and what ways is someone else slowing us down. That's going to be the Virgo rising horoscope. So I got two of you, my Leos, my Virgo risings. Um and at the beginning of the Saturn Pisces, we still have Mercury in Pisces, which is really influ influencing our mind, especially my Mercury-ruled people, my Virgo, my Geminis. And it will be in Mercury, I mean in Pisces, until the 19th. Until next Monday, we have Mercury there. So we're finishing it out. So we might this week feel melancholy, deep, like extra deep, slow. And by deep, I'm like, what is this world? What are we living in? What's the meaning of life? That kind of deepness. And with Saturn and Pisces, there's um, uh, we tend to, sorry, I was reading the notes that I just talked about like two seconds ago, and I'm like, wait a second, I got lost there. And oh, in Saturn and Pisces, we will also, like I had said with the forgiveness, letting go of grudges. It's kind of like we just aren't going to care about stupid shit anymore. We're going to let those grudges go. Another thing is that a solid foundation is no longer feeling solid somewhere in your life. You might have something is being shaken up. You had been riding high on knowing that you had a very grounded, solid surface. And for some reason, it's no longer that solid anymore. It's no longer concrete. It doesn't feel like that. And it feels like it's up for, for a revision. So now we need to do a revision to figure out why is this floor no longer concrete? Why is this no longer feeling stable or solid, this foundation? Something is shaking up. Something doesn't feel right. And that's going to be wherever Pisces is in your chart. You know, the solid foundation will drop. Whew, that's been a good episode, everyone. We'll be back next week with part three of Saturn and Pisces. I feel as though these next couple weeks, we're going to be talking a lot about Saturn in Pisces. Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't really talk with about Venus and Taurus on Wednesday. I'll do some videos on that. But again, it's a it's a simple, it's a little bit of a simple one. We go back into our home domicile. So we're going back into feeling comfortable with ourselves and we're going to back into just enjoying life. I feel as though when Saturn moves into Taurus, we enjoy being with friends. We enjoy shopping. We enjoy eating good food. We enjoy getting outside in nature for those places where it's warm at. And very simplistic things, but we go to our aesthetic and we want to find a, maybe a little bit more of a grounded aesthetic, a deeper groundedness in our friendships as well as our love and our joy. So in one way with Saturn, we are, you know, kind of breaking down all of that, our, fa our solid foundation. But then in Venus and Taurus, we're kind of building a foundation 
with our joy, love, and happiness, or at least we're searching for that. So maybe our foundation in one way is dropping, so we're searching for it in the more materialistic ways. That's how I feel like that is going to happen. I'm sure next week I'll be talking a little bit more about Venus uh, and Taurus. Thank you, everyone, again, for allowing me to put this show on, for listening. I'm getting more and more weekly listeners. So someone's passing some shit out, this podcast. So it makes me very happy. Make sure you follow me on social media, Cosmic Colleen. One C in the middle across the board. I hope everyone has a fabulous week, and I love you all so much.